Forward. For Catholics, and Catholics from the Americas in particular, the Holy Father is a great blessing. Pope Francis is the first Pope from the American Hemisphere, and being Hispanic, he is from a part of the world where almost half of all Catholics reside. He is a man who has been very much dedicated to the poor and announcing the gospel in difficult situations. We know he will be a great blessing for our church. It was my privilege to visit him a couple years ago. I had met him in different meetings over the years, and when I made a trip to South America for the United States Bishops' Conference to visit projects in Paraguay that are funded by the Collection for Latin America, I stopped in Argentina on the way, where I was his guest, and we had a wonderful visit. On that occasion, he gave me a beautiful recording of the Misa Criosha, the Argentine Mass. I did not encounter him again until we cardinals gathered in Rome to elect the new pope. Just before the conclave began, we went to the Domus Sancte Marte, Latin for St. Martha's House, where we were sequestered for the duration of the conclave. That afternoon, we went to the Pauline Chapel, where we prayed and then processed into the Sistine Chapel, chanting the Litany of Saints. When we arrived at the Sistine Chapel, there were more prayers. We received a second meditation from Maltese Cardinal Prospero Grec. Then we had the first scrutinium, or scrutiny, as the vote is called. The first scrutiny was inconclusive, so the ballots were burnt and the black smoke was visible Tuesday night. On Wednesday, we went once again from the Domus Sancte Marte to the Sistine Chapel, where we had prayers and two scrutinies in the morning. Each cardinal went up by order of seniority. Before placing his ballot in the receptacle on the altar, each cardinal took a vow, standing before Michelangelo's scene of the Last Judgment, calling on Christ to witness that we would only vote for the person we felt God really wanted for the office of Holy Father. It is a very moving experience. Neither of those two scrutinies were conclusive. Between the morning and afternoon gatherings, we went back to the Domus Sancte Marte. Cardinal Bergoglio and I sat together for lunch. I could see he was under a lot of pressure at that point, and he did not eat much. In the afternoon, we returned to the Sistine Chapel for more prayers. We had two more scrutinies, and on the second vote, the Holy Father was elected. It was a very emotional and moving moment when Cardinal Bergoglio accepted his election and announced that his name would be Francis in honor of St. Francis of Assisi. He said very explicitly that he was taking the name after St. Francis of Assisi. As a Jesuit, it would have been understandable if he had chosen the name in honor of St. Francis Xavier, who is one of the greatest missionaries in the history of the Church. But he specified that he was taking the name after St. Francis of Assisi. Without having discussed it with the Holy Father, I think that there are some themes from the life of St. Francis that he is trying to communicate by choosing this name. One of the themes of Francis's life is the call to rebuild the church, which is a call to reform and to deepen our conversion to the Lord. Another theme would be Francis's theme of universal brotherhood, of making a world where we are brothers and sisters to each other. St. Francis, of course, saw himself as a brother to all of creation and to everyone. St. Francis also had a special love for the poor, who are a sacrament of the crucified Christ. The Holy Father in his ministry as Archbishop has been so dedicated to the poorest of the poor. I think we will see a continuation of that in his pontificate. After Pope Francis announced his name, each of the cardinals went up, kissed his ring, 
and greeted him. Afterwards, we prayed the Te Deum, the traditional Catholic prayer of thanksgiving, and the Holy Father was taken away, vested in his white vestments, to pray privately in the chapel. It was then that the ballots were burnt, and the white smoke and bells announced to the city of Rome and to the world that the new Holy Father had been elected. We then went to the loggia overlooking the piazza of St. Peter's accompanying the Holy Father. Looking out onto St. Peter's Square from the balcony was an impressive sight, with thousands of people cheering, waving flags, and taking pictures. The energy of the crowd was incredible when they saw the Holy Father for the first time. He gave a warm and simple greeting to the people and asked for prayers for Pope Benedict, and then asked for a moment of silence and asked for the people to pray for God's blessing upon him. He led the people in the Our Father, the Hail Mary, and the Glory Be.